0: From the Ohio News Network, this is Ohio Sports Magazine. Now here's your host, Kate Burdett.
1: Welcome to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. I'm Kate Burdett. Coming up on today's show, IndyCar and NASCAR races are coming to Ohio. We'll let you know when and where you can experience the thrill of those events. Plus, the Columbus crew wants to make soccer accessible to everyone, and we'll hear how they're working on that. Plus, the annual Ohio Women's Outdoor Adventure Weekend with the state's Department of Natural Resources is coming up. We're going to get all of those details as well. And, of course, we'll have the latest from our friends at the Locked On Podcasts and from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, too. Are you ready for some major motorsport action in Ohio? Craig Rust, the president of Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, hopes you are. They have a couple of pretty big events coming up that we need to hear about. Craig, IndyCars and NASCAR at your course, right?
2: Uh, yes. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Another busy season.
1: This is the 40th running of the largest annual motorsports event in Ohio. I'm talking about next weekend's Honda Indy 200 at the Mid-Ohio. Tell me about this race.
2: Well, um, as you can tell by it being the 40th running, uh, it has a long history um, at Mid-Ohio. We're fortunate to have um, Ray Hall. Um, Graham Ray Hall, Bobby, being from the area, so that always brings added interest to the race. Uh, Mid Ohio Sports Car Course has really been a driver favorite um, on the IndyCar schedule. Um, it uh, it puts on a great show for the fans. It's technical for the drivers, but um, there's great there's great areas for passing. Uh, usually puts on, a like I said, a good show, a lot of action. So that coupled with we will do fireworks, uh, being that it, it's going to run uh, basically the weekend of July 4th, you know, obviously a couple days before. But um, fireworks, and there's just because it's a holiday weekend, um, we're going to do camping with Honda, which takes on a 4th of July theme. And the drivers get out there and actually judge the, the campers. That's been a lot of fun, and that's really grown over the years. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, being a holiday weekend, everybody's kind of relaxed. And, you know, they park their motorhomes or they come out for the day and and just enjoy the, uh, enjoy the races.
1: It seems like in the culture of race fandom, it has become more of a practice to not just go for the day, sit and watch a race. It really does become sort of a whole destination travel sort of a thing with people sort of tailgating motorhomes, things like that. A lot of racetracks, you know, have people with the camping on the infield and so forth.
2: Um, I, I don't think it's new. I just think we're into a new, um, a new generation. Uh, people, I hear a lot of people that said, I used to come here with my dad, or I used to come here with my family. Um, NASCAR, I came out of the the NASCAR side of the business uh, running a a couple other different tracks uh, many years back, but that's always been a culture there. Uh, Talladega, Watkins Glen, Daytona, um, those were always huge camping events. I think for mid-Ohio, what makes us special is we really are this this world-class racetrack plunked down in the middle of central Ohio, you know, in the middle of a cornfield. And it just sets up, especially, again, going back to 4th of July, uh, you know, there's, there's not a lot around. It, people have their campfires, um, you know, enjoy their beverages. You know, we, we do the fireworks. But I think on the IndyCar side, um, IndyCar has really been growing, especially over the past three, four years. Motorsports in general has really been growing over the past three, four, five years, Um, different series becoming more popular. So I think we're getting we have a new era and we've uh, been fortunate that we've been able to draw in some new fans um, to come on out to the track.
1: We're talking to Craig Rust. He's president of the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course hosting an IndyCar event the weekend before 4th of July and as he said, it's going to be a big celebration, so that's something to plan with fun for the whole family. They will scarcely at the course have time to finish up from that event before they move right into a NASCAR event the following weekend, July 7th and 8th, Craig. What do you have happening then?
2: Well, it's, a, it's... Uh, been a great weekend on our calendar. Um, we started with um, the Xfinity Series race. Uh, I think if we go back now seven years, um, and we've we've changed it. Our Xfinity race went out to our track in Portland, and we picked up the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, um, and that's filled in great. The trucks put on a wonderful show. These are the younger guys. Um, you know, they're trying to make their names in. Uh, NASCAR, you know, they want to kind of climb the, the ladder, so to speak. Uh, so they're very aggressive um, on the track, um, uh, which puts on a good show. On and we run that on Saturday, um, and then the Friday we will run ARCA, which is another uh, stock car based series. Um, it is a NASCAR series now, um, and the, and those guys. Um, it kind of runs the gamut. You have some young guys, but you have some veterans in there that, you know, uh, have helped grow ARCA to where it is. Um, And then we have a little bit of a smaller uh, up-and-coming open-wheel series. So the neat thing about this weekend is, you know, you get the trucks, you do get your kind of traditional-looking stock cars, and then for for those NASCAR fans, They'll get a little taste of open wheel if they haven't seen it. And so, uh, you know, we always like to introduce new series or, or new forms of racing uh, to the different uh, fan bases. So hopefully, you know, they'll come out. You know, those may be the people that come out to IndyCar in 24.
1: We're talking about a couple of major events coming up on the calendar at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. The Indy Car Event, the Honda Indy two 40th running of the largest annual motorsports event, uh, June 30th through July 2nd at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. And then the following weekend, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 with the NASCAR Truck Series. There's something for everyone, every kind of motorsports enthusiast here in Ohio at the course. And it's a great value for families because kids under 12 get in free with a ticketed adult,
2: right? That's correct. And That's correct, yep. We've been doing that for for a while now and it's uh, worked out very nicely.
1: You've also kind of upgraded the fan experience with some uh, new restrooms, a new grandstand. So if you haven't been to Mid-Ohio in a while, it's time to check it out. And we're just touching on two of many, many things on their calendar. Be sure to check out Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Craig Rust, thank you so much for your time today.
2: I appreciate you having me on.
1: We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
3: Bishop and Friends. It's not even like outlet surplus stuff. It used to be; it was a big deal. Like yeah. you'd go to an outlet and you'd actually get a deal on something. Not anymore. It's just the mall. It's just the mall. Bishop and Friends,
1: sponsored by Awaken One Hundred and Eighty Weight Loss, weekdays from nine to noon.
0: The fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: Soccer for all, that is the slogan, that is the aim and the goal. The Columbus Crew working hard to bring soccer to the community, and the community is going to see the crew with a match this weekend that's um, a really big one to celebrate the inclusive and accessible spirit that the crew is bringing to this sport. Kristen Bernert joins us from the Columbus Crew. Kristen, tell me a little more about Soccer for All and how your kind of executing this mission
4: yeah so this is this is a league-wide celebration soccer for all um, it's something that MLS um, champions and whether it's our players wearing pride t-shirts or warm-up shirts before the match uh, we want to integrate you know at every element that we possibly can and Special Olympics in our partnership with with them and adaptive sports, Ohio Blind Soccer. And they're also going to be integrated throughout the day. Uh, we'll have, you know, Kaleidoscope Youth Center will be out on the plaza among other organizations. Uh, so we, we want it to be about, you know, soccer being a game that anybody can play and, and a game that we want everyone to play. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're looking forward to, to showcasing all the efforts and all the all the different ways that the beautiful game is played in the Columbus community.
1: We've heard a bit about uh, Special Olympics recently as they are holding their state summer games in Columbus. And I'm curious how that relationship came to pass with the crew and Special Olympics Ohio.
4: So I only know my own histories with the crew. So there could have been partners. I'm sure there were partnerships with Special Olympics before uh, my tenure here in Columbus. But uh, they reached out and wanted to host their polar plunge at lower.com field. And so it's like, uh, no question we're going to do this, right? Like it's such a cool event and we set it up on what is now called chase Plaza. Uh, and they were able to, it was an awesome event. Their, their partners loved it. All their supporters loved it. It's such great space for an event like that, but we really got to know each other along the way. And I think that, you know, if anybody's ever worked with Special Olympics, it's such a special group. Um, you can't, you can't help but be inspired by those athletes. And so, you know, we want to bring them closer for our own benefit too. You know, our players, um, they genuinely really love and respect, uh, the athletes that, that play, uh, in the Special Olympics. And, and I think that, you know, the inspiration goes, you know, goes both ways. Um, and the great thing, you know, with our partnership so far, they were able to double the amount of money that they thought they were going to raise. They doubled their goal um having their event at at lower.com and in Chase Plaza. So we if we can be that type of venue for nonprofits uh to work with where you know they're raising money, we can help them raise more than than what they thought they could. And it's, that's that's we, we love that position and we want to do that as much as we possibly can.
1: Yeah, that's a real win-win. Tell totally. me, tell me a little more, uh, a little more about Ohio Blind Soccer. You mentioned that is another partner in the Soccer We've for had, All movement.
4: They've been they've been a partner for years. They have a, a team, you know, that's extremely competitive, um, and you know, again, just another, just really inspirational group. There's so many things that you know, I don't know about, about you. I think about, you know, I have I, tried to play golf a number of times. I'm so intimidated by it. <laughs> uh, and I just don't have the patience, um, but, but watching these athletes, you know, high blind soccer, just what they're able to do um, with the, with the abilities that they do have, it humbles you. You know, it's like one of those, man, and you know, whether it's, you know, our staff or our athletes, or our fans, um to just have the, the opportunity to be around them um and to be able to 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 be a part of of their journeys. Um you know as much as we're showcasing them, they're giving just as much back to us. And just we, we love working with them.
1: As someone who does not know what it's like to live with a visual impairment, I'm trying to imagine I being can't. being on the field and and I, I'm I'm guessing a lot of sound is involved for a lot of
4: sound, yeah. The and, players and the way that they are able to communicate. Um, talk about teamwork, you know. Like talk about, um, you know, when any on any team in any situation, communication is so important. Just imagine the level of communication. We could probably all learn something from that in terms of you know winning games and achieving goals
1: soccer for all it's what's happening not just one day a year but pretty much all the time in major league soccer and specifically with the columbus crew columbuscrew.com is the website right Kristen? That's right. All of the information is there. I definitely encourage checking it out. And pick up some match tickets while you're there. Lower.com Field is one of the premier stadiums in the U.S., I dare say in the world. It's brand new, and if you haven't been inside yet, you want to check it out. Kristen Bernert from the Columbus Crew, so great to chat with you about all the good that the team is doing, and I can't wait to hear more. We'll have you on Ohio Sports Magazine again very soon. Thanks, Kristen.
4: Great. Thanks so much,
1: Kate. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
5: I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile.
3: For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association
6: summer is in full swing if you think you're hot well so are your trees you can help your trees by watering them especially if they're newly planted during the hot dry summer months your trees could use a water boost watering new trees a few times a week will help them survive while they're developing their root system so don't forget about them to find out more about watering trees or to find a certified arborist near you go to treesforohio.org that's trees the number four
3: ohio.org and now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott Damaro. Every student in Ohio deserves the chance to learn in safe, welcoming spaces, regardless of where they're from, what they look like, their gender identity, or who they or their parents love. This Pride Month, we reaffirm the importance of Ohio's public schools in serving all students, no exceptions. That's why Public Education Matters. It's the heart of it all. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association
5: experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric Physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association Podiatric Physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
7: Everyone knows you can have a lot of fun outside. But did you know that spending time outdoors is actually good for you? That's right. Spending time in the outdoors can have a positive impact on your body and your mind. Even 15 minutes outside a day can lower your stress and help you feel better. So get out there, visit an Ohio park, and thrive outside. Are you in crisis? Contact Ohio's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call, text, or chat 988
0: The the, The the Fan, fan. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: Calling all women interested in adventure. Registration just opened for the annual Ohio Women's Outdoor Adventure Weekend with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources and Heidi Hetzel-Evans is here to tell us more about it. Heidi, this is the ninth year for this event. It's happening at Salt Fork State Park and Lodge in September. Heidi, tell us, how did this all get started? Tell us about the Outdoor Adventure Weekend for Women.
9: Well, first, it's one of my favorite um, programs at the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, and um, it just really has grown in popularity over the years. So it would have been our 10th, but we missed one due to COVID. So it is our ninth annual event, And we do try to have it at a different state park lodge every year. So last year we were at Houston Woods, and this year we're at Salt Fork, which uh, Salt Fork is an amazing location to have this event because we have um, quite a bit of water, great trails out there. And as some people may not realize, uh, Salt Fork is our largest Uh, state park in the system. So that said, uh, when the first event happened back in 2014, uh, the Division of Wildlife had a Being an Outdoor Woman event, and it was very focused on uh, wildlife, what they do well, which is hunting and fishing and and those related activities. And so uh, the Division of Watercraft, the Division of Parks and Watercraft, which now they are Two divisions turned into one. You're going to wish you hadn't asked me this question. <laughs> and they wanted to do something that got women out on the water and then other other nature-related. And that is because um, many outdoor pursuits have traditionally been um, male-dominated. And we found uh, through some other states that had been looking at programs like this that women teaching women and women learning for women makes uh, the learning environment, more comfortable. And I always use myself as an example. I love my husband, but there's no way I would want him telling me how to learn to trailer a boat with the boat and, you know, and the truck and pulling it up. And and the thought of that used to just make me very nervous. But I always wanted to learn to trailer. Well, we have a trailering class, and these are um, women teaching other women how to trailer. And that is, it's, it's often... Um, so much easier to learn sometimes uh things that make you nervous from people that you don't know as well so we have really great all of our instructors are either our staff they come from multiple divisions in the department or we have some wonderful instructors and um, over the years we've been able to uh the percentage of male instructors to women instructors keeps narrowing. I'd say about 75 to 80% of our instructors are female. And then I like to say we do have a token, a few token gentlemen <laughs> that are just really wonderful instructors. And we also want to make sure that everyone is learning, uh, from engaging hands-on instructors. And sometimes th- that means the gentlemen are invited along too.
1: Now who can come to this event? Who's invited? Obviously we said women, but are there age yeah. limits and so forth? Yes, yeah. so actually um we've only got age limit on
9: one end. So we do we do uh the only age limit is 16 and above. Uh and we found that's just a really great um age because there are this inherent danger to a lot of outdoor sports. And so that means we're dealing with um, you know, uh really mature teenagers by then. So we have sixteen and I'll tell you what, we have to have ladies in their late seventies and early eighties. So I will not put a cap. It's sixteen and up. Um we also have a real range of high, medium and low impact activities. So there are four sessions through the weekend, and the women during registration actually drive what sessions we offer. We have like a menu, and everyone kind of gives us their choices, and then we build um, our weekend around what everybody wants. So generally, folks are registering, and that registration is great because it tells us what people want to teach. And so sometimes we may have four stand-up paddleboard classes because we have that many women want to do that and we may have Two or three at the opposite end of that sort of higher impact might be nature photography. We have nature, we have hiking, we have, um, this year we have a hike that also uh, goes to a historical home. So we have sort of cultural history and natural history combined. Uh, we have everything from archery, gun basics, and if you take gun basics, then you can also take a, a range class. And so you learn about guns, uh, the soup and nuts of proper gun use, and then you're able to later in the weekend actually use that gun that you studied about. And, you know, that's been really wonderful, too, because, uh, for example, our Divisional Wildlife helps us with the gun classes. And it's a really good way for folks to, I have found that even the women who are taking the gun classes, they're not all right away thinking about um, hunting, but they are thinking about uh, maybe reducing their nerves around a gun. Maybe uh, someone in their family is a hunter, and they've always wanted to know a little bit more about hunting. And we actually are hearing, now that we've been doing this, you know, almost 10 years, we are hearing that um, people will learn kayaking, and we hear that they go out and buy kayaks. Uh, they might learn how to fly fish. And we're hearing when when we hear back from them that they're now buying, um, regularly buying their fishing license, and they are fishing in their their part time. And that is exactly what we're trying to do. We want to open up Ohio's outdoor recreational opportunities um, to women of all ages and give them a chance to see what they might have been interested in, but maybe didn't feel comfortable. Uh, explaining to someone that they didn't know anything about baiting a hook or tying a fly or um, cleaning a gun or just making sure it's stored properly
1: or even understanding the parts of the gun. Heidi Hetzel-Evans is with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources and the ninth Annual Women's... Ohio Women's Outdoor Adventure Weekend. I want to get that name correct. It's coming up September 8th through the 10th. First time registration is now open, and those spots fill up quickly. The website is ohiodnr.gov. Go to the search and put in Women's Outdoor Adventure. You can get yourself registered. It sounds like an amazing weekend, Heidi. Thanks for sharing. The one thing I didn't
9: say, is a great place um, to learn something new and meet new friends.
1: We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
0: Only two fan hosts funk up the entire radio station by microwaving extremely smelly food. And they're both on this show.
7: What's that smell?
0: Rothman and Ice.
7: Weekdays from noon to three. The
0: Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: Let's check in on the Cleveland Guardians and hear from Jeff Ellis of Locked On Guardians with our Eric Reeser.
7: Talking with Jeff Ellis, he's the host of the Locked On Guardians podcast. Get your Cleveland Guardians news and information and listen to the Locked On Guardians podcast wherever it is you do your podcasting. Jeff, we're about 75 games into the regular season. Uh, how would you assess this team in relation to expectations entering the 2023 season?
10: It's that whole weird thing because you expected them to compete for the division, and they're, they're doing that. But they're also four or five games under 500, so that is disappointing. So it, it's both where you expected them to be and totally where you did not expect them to be. Uh, overall, you know, the the big thing is just making the postseason. As any Guardians fan knows anything happened. The team were all that should have never made it to the World Series nearly nearly won the World Series when everyone was hurt. So uh it's just about making it. So hopefully we'll see if this team uh continue to gain ground and pass the twins.
7: You talk about making it through injuries, uh, Jeff. Team got some bad news earlier this week. Tristan McKenzie was put back on the IL with an elbow sprain. He's out at least six weeks, but is there concern he
10: could be out for even longer? I Think so. When you're talking about a UCL injury, there's always the concern that uh, you know Tommy John is what pops into most fans' head. Uh, he, he's going for a second opinion. I don't know if people want to take that in a positive or a not as positive way. But uh, you know he's he's always been an interesting player because when you look at the idea of like the unicorns in baseball, um, you know there's never been a pitcher with his height and weight uh, who's had uh, more than five starts, and not to say that he can't be that guy. But with the injuries this year, uh, and then you know Tommy John would knock him out for this year and next year. So we're really hoping that that does not end up being the case.
7: So in his place, uh, 23-year-old Gavin Williams was called up to make his MLB debut this past Wednesday against the Oakland Athletics. Jeff, what can you tell listeners about Williams?
10: Well, if you want to go for ceiling, he's the guy. Big velocity. Fastball slider are the two-plus pitches. The curve is is okay, and the change is a little below average. He only really needs that for lefties. Uh, if you want to look at the high-end comp, it's a uh, former Guardians draft pick, uh, Spencer Strider. Uh, they drafted him out of high school. Did not knew they couldn't sign him at the time. It's just a funny aside. But that's kind of the picture if everything breaks right, he could turn into. Um, you know, he was, him, Bybee, and Espino were kind of in their separate tier of top prospects and systems. So with him up there, you're you're kind of, it's the Joey Cantillo is really very interesting in AAA uh, as well. Cody Morris will hopefully get stretched out.
7: Talking with Jeff Ellis, host of the Locked On Guardians podcast, something that. Uh, a large contingent of the fan base, at least it seemed, uh, was clamoring for the end of the Mike Zanino era. Uh, they designated for ass- him for assignment last week. Uh, Cleveland signed Zanino in the offseason for a one-year deal, about $6 million. Jeff, why, in your opinion, didn't it work out for Zanino with the Guardians?
10: It's kind of funny if you look at like, the macro of it and you look at all the catchers uh, that were discussed this offseason, because Sean Murphy's been fantastic. Uh, you know Anyone who's following deeply knows that, but Christian Vasquez has been a disappointment. All three of the Blue Jays catchers, including uh, Gabriel Moreno, who is traded, have disappointed. Uh, almost across the board, <laughs> unless you got John Murphy, if you went out looking for catching this offseason, you're coming back kind of empty-handed. Um, well, I, I guess if you got uh, William Contreras with the Brewers, they also came out ahead. So unless you got a catcher in the Sean Murphy deal, didn't really work out for you. It was a, a gamble. You know, We hadn't seen a uh, position player with thoracic outlet uh, syndrome before. Uh, you go back two years ago, before his big injury, he was an all-star. He hit 30 home runs, destroyed left-handed pitching. He had top 10 percentiles for pop time and framing. I get why they made the gamble, especially once they realized they weren't going to get Murphy. Uh, he just—he doesn't look to be the same guy. You know, He just struggled in all facets of the game. Uh, it was a good gamble, but unfortunately, catching is so hard to find, and they you know, they're hoping Bo Naylor will be the answer uh, for them going forward.
7: That's where I wanted to go next, Jeff. Do you think the club took too long to get Bo Naylor to Cleveland, or was this really contingent upon the success or failure of Zanino?
10: I think if Zanino was playing well, or even just average, uh, I think Bo would still be in AAA. I think there's some facets of his game to work on. Uh, you know, we've seen some of the cat- catcher interference that uh, popped up the other day, and just some minor miscues. I, you know he'll eventually, I think, be a league average defender. But you have him up there for the bat. Um, you know the bat's been great in Triple A this year. A lot of his value, um, when you're looking at statistics, comes from his high high walk percentage, and that doesn't always translate. So I know there were things that they were working looking at in particular. I, I don't think the necess- I know people will say what as bad as Nino you know, is, they took too long. But they wanted Bo to kind of marinate a little more, work on some things down there in a, a less pressure-filled environment where, um, you know, you can just look at his older brother, Josh. It took him three to four years to become a major league regular. And sometimes it's hard to be an immediate breakthrough guy in the big leagues, as we've seen with many players. But I think they wanted to give him as much of a runway for success. So, personally, I, I think it's it's okay that they let him uh, get those opportunities to continue to be successful, especially because gosh, the 2021 season was particularly dreadful for him. So you're trying to use every opportunity to, uh, to build that back up. Again, I have full confidence in him being the answer back there in case it came off negative. But he is a extremely hard worker, a great athlete behind the plate, and he's going to figure it all out.
7: He is Jeff Ellis. He's the host of the Locked On Guardians podcast. Download, subscribe, listen to the Locked On Guardians podcast, whatever it is. You do your podcasting. Jeff, thanks so much for the time today, bud.
10: Oh, no problem. Thanks for
7: having me.
1: We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
0: Calling all Jackets fans. The future is now. Now, Join Bob McElligan, Dylan Tire, and Jody Shelley for the Blue Jackets Draft Show.
8: Wednesday night at 7.
0: Your flagship home for the Columbus Blue Jackets, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: Time to discuss Cincinnati Reds baseball and hear from Jeff Carr of Locked on Reds with our Matt Andrews. Welcome to Locked on Reds with
11: Jeff Carr joining us our segment this week on the Ohio Sports Magazine Jeff is actually as we record this we have to do that during the week he's actually at the Reds day game today <laughs> taking place earlier in the week which is completely fine and Jeff if something breaks we'll certainly jump in but as this airs here over the weekend I guess the first question and we're seeing it a little bit from you and that uh, you had not planned to go to the game today but what kind of impact have you noticed during this incredible streak that as we record is still active What has the impact been from this fan base in people coming 27,000 last night and just the way that this fan base has flocked or the way this club's playing right now?
12: It really looks like, I mean, everybody's starting to buy into this team. I mean, as I was coming down to this day game here, I'm trying to get to a Bengals game, and we haven't seen that in a non-opening day Reds game in a long time. I mean, you're talking about there's no concert going on, there's no... Uh, you know, no promotion going on. It's just people want to come down and watch this good ball club play some ball and see if they can win their 11th straight game. And I, I just I love the atmosphere that Great American Ballpark has built over the last few days. I mean, ever since De L.A. Cruz got here, it's really started to climb. But really, once Joey Votto got here, it got going yeah. big time.
11: Not to be a downer, but Hunter Green goes on the DL this week. I know Abbott's supposed to be. I'm sorry, Ashcraft is supposed to be back later this week. Uh, the big kind of the big three youngsters in pitching are not fully healthy right now. What is the impact that has right now on this team, even during this winning streak?
12: I really feel like it's going to put a lot more stress on a bullpen that's already seen its fair share of stress. I mean, we saw it on Tuesday night. Whenever Alexis Diaz came in to get the save, dude was gassed. Yeah. He was missing so many pitches on the on the arm side of you know, how he throws, and as anyone will tell you, that is a telltale sign of fatigue, and there's more than that. I mean, you see a lot of other guys, the way that they produce and the way that they've been pitching out of the bullpen. It's just not been the same crisp command that we've uh, come to really expect over the last few uh, weeks and and, and really the last month or so of this just amazing performance by this team, and I think if we continue the stretch of – four and, you know, four and two-thirds innings worth of starts from the guy that closed the rubber at the beginning of the game, this this bullpen's really going to deteriorate. And they made a move on Wednesday kind of acknowledging that, bringing up Silvino Bracho and Alan Business and sending down Stuart Fairchild. They, they deemed that, you know, having another fresh arm in the bullpen was more important than having Stuart Fairchild, who's actually had an okay season so far. Uh, so I, I think that the Reds are aware of this. I would expect there to be a move coming up soon where they can go and, and acquire, you know, either a starter or, uh, you know, a talented reliever. There's been a lot of uh, names that have been thrown about, but Nick Kraw said the other day, there's really nothing on the horizon just yet. So I, I think that there's something coming because the front office understands where this team is and what they could accomplish if they get the right tools. Does this surprise you that they're saying that
11: they're willing to make moves and spend money to improve this team? It
12: does a little bit simply because they're ahead of schedule. Like I think the window was always supposed to open in 2024, but the fact that the window is kind of opening right now, mostly because the division itself is winnable, and and the fact that this team has just performed so far out over their skids a little bit, I, I really think that the Reds need to capitalize on this, and they understand that. So it, it it surprised it surprised me the other day. Nick Cross said, "You know, we're not in it to build a farm system. We're in it to win ball games." And then, when asked if they had the financial flexibility to make those moves, he confirmed that they had the financial flexibility. So I, I really am intrigued to see what he's going to come up with here between now and the trade deadline.
11: Jeff Carr joining us, locked on Reds this week, talking about Cincinnati. The Reds are hot. Joey Votto's return you directly indicated you feel that that's kind of the the moment here where everything is kind of climax for this fan base but what does Votto's return not only mean on the field but in that clubhouse with the likes of Jonathan and India and those leaders inside
12: are uh, you talking about a steadying veteran presence something that this team I mean it's just full of rookies and second-year players that sure they've got an amazing mentality about them they they never say die. They don't look at the scoreboard and think, oh boy, we're out of it. But they also are the kind that, you know, they could benefit from the leadership of Joey Votto. There are a few guys, and I think there's always going to be this debate, but I think there are a few guys in the history of this franchise that have been smarter hitters than Joey Votto has. He, he's probably the smartest hitter in the history of the Reds. And he's going to go down as one of the best hitters in the history of this franchise. So, to learn from a guy like that is only going to increase the ability of all these guys, especially their play discipline. And I wonder too, like, I mean, he himself in his first game hit three uh, balls in play over a hundred miles an hour. It's not something he did once last year. So I think that physically I think he is back and he is ready to roll. Finally, Jeff, we
11: covered Joey when he was coming up. It's been decades ago, almost literally now. But as the guy that is now matured and a wiser and more cerebral speaker, uh, enjoy seems to really just enjoy what's going on right now. How has he kind of grabbed a hold of, of of what's going on with this team and his mindset on what's left in his career? Has that impressed you as much as
12: it has a fan from afar? It's absolutely been amazing. Like, just, I I really feel like whether this is his last year or whether he's got one more year, I'm just appreciating every moment that Joey Votto has. And I I think that, you know, a a lot of this stems from the Zach Brown concert whenever they played a cover of Painted Black. And that just took me back to the days when that was his walk-up song, was early on in his career when he was winning MVPs and he was constantly in those conversations. And it just made me think of, man, like, really miss seeing him on the field the fact that he is back is just such a beautiful time and that's why this fan base has really just kind of gravitated back toward him. sure there's plenty of detractors for joey Votto, but i think that um there are far more fans that outweigh those detractors and they're so happy to see what's going on
11: jeff we appreciate your insight get back to the game as we record we record midweek we'll talk to you down the road thanks so much
12: absolutely thanks Matt.
1: We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
5: I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile.
3: For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist and. your community or visit oda.org this message is brought to you by the members of the ohio dental association
6: summer is in full swing if you think you're hot well so are your trees you can help your trees by watering them especially if they're newly planted during the hot dry summer months your trees could use a water boost watering new trees a few times a week will help them survive while they're developing their root system so don't forget about them to find out more about watering trees, or to find a certified arborist near you, go to treesforohio.org.
3: That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott Demorrow. Every student in Ohio deserves the chance to learn in safe, welcoming spaces, regardless of where they're from, what they look like, their gender identity, or who they or their parents love. This Pride Month, we reaffirm the importance of Ohio's public schools in serving all students, no exceptions. That's why public education matters. It's the heart of it all. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association.
5: Experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association Podiatric Physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
7: Everyone knows you can have a lot of fun outside. But did you know that spending time outdoors is actually good for you? That's right. Spending time in the outdoors can have a positive impact on your body and your mind. Even 15 minutes outside a day can lower your stress and help you feel better. So get out there, visit an Ohio park, and thrive outside. Are you in crisis? Contact Ohio's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call,
8: text, or chat 988
0: The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: Time now to get some highlights of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with Jay Crawford. Here's producer Colin Barringer to set the scene.
4: Thanks, Kate. This week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Tyus Powell shares a strong opinion on why the Browns should not volunteer to be on HBO's TV show Hard Knocks this upcoming training camp.
2: From a fan's perspective, of course, you want to see. You know, you want to get the inside look. Obviously, you'll get to see. You know, Deshaun this new offense. If you, if you're not allowed, if you can't make it to training camp and see it, you know, you want to see what it looks like. You'll be able to finally get to see Kevin Stefanski. What well, more so than uh, the post game interviews, right. you know, him saying the same things over and over. So from that standpoint, yes. But if I'm a working at the Browns and I'm in the organization, absolutely not, because I need no distractions. This could potentially be my last year at this job, and we. We eliminating all distractions. We going all in this season.
4: To catch the full breakdown, just search the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube, subscribe to their page, and enjoy daily content covering all things Cleveland sports. We'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue on the Ohio News Network.
0: Your favorite website has come to life. <laughs> no, 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 not that website. The 11 Warriors Radio Hour, all Buckeyes all the time.
9: Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services.
0: Tuesday night on the fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett.
1: That's all for this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Thank you so much to this week's guests, Craig Rust from the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, Kristen Bernert from the Columbus Crew, and Heidi Hetzel-Evans from the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Thanks to all of our Locked On podcast contributors this week as well. For Colin Barringer, Eric Reeser, and Matt Andrews, I'm Kate Burdett. Thanks for listening to Ohio Sports Magazine. Join us next week here on the Ohio News Network.
0: Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
1: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM, HD1 Columbia.